I never know how to introduce the podcast. And on today's podcast. You know, that's stupid. I hate when people say that crap. And today we got. Oh, that's all to see that. All right, today we got Shy. Shy. Do you like me called Shy or Cheyenne? Um, really? I like to be called Big Dog. Oh, hell. Can you move that mic closer to you, please? That's like really close. Really it's, I know great. it's annoying. You got okay. to put it in your. To yeah. Introduce yeah. you to our very serious clients. <laughs> Hello, Jessica. This is Big Dog. <laughs> she we're, will be. <laughs> well, we were talking about because she was like, every time I introduce her as Shy, she goes, "It's Cheyenne." I think it's because I feel like you guys call me Shy, yeah. and my close homies call me Shy, but to the rest of the world, it's just been Cheyenne for yeah. so long oh. that it's almost like Shy is like personal, like very personal. Right. So it's like you guys are homies, so we, you guys are family. You know, go. all my other homies and people close to me can call me shy, but a stranger, I'm gonna look at you and be like, mm, "That's not my name. It's it's, it's the, Ms. You get my government name. That's my yeah. You you guys can use my government. Um, shy is so the, held yeah, for well, special people only. Let's start introducing her as shy. Then. Oh wait, Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Cheyenne's the one, yeah. right? Like, okay, so Cheyenne. I'm correct. Did you, let's rewind your brain really quick, actually. <laughs> Listen, so I, we can call you shy. Yes. But just normal people need to call you Cheyenne. Yeah, just Cheyenne. Miss Cheyenne or... Miss Cheyenne, That's if you'd like to be super... Hello, this is Miss Cheyenne. <laughs> Hell but no. like... So Cheyenne, if you guys don't know Cheyenne, you're effing up because you're... I feel like you're one of the dopest makeup artists. And we work with a lot of makeup artists. Right. Um, and we work with a lot of makeup artists that are talented, but their personalities are trash. And so... Yeah, yeah I mean, we ah. work with... We work with dope, like people will do projects where like agencies, they'll fly in people from like New York or whatever. Right. And like these people are like, oh, this is a big, and like, bro, they be nasty. They just be so, I'm like, never again. I would yeah. never hire that person ever again if yeah. I got to pick. So Personality is important. Yeah. I feel like personality really sells anything. Like yeah. that's, yeah. like I would much rather go and spend time hanging out with somebody that's mid and like does their job to like a good extent obviously mm -hmm. doing your job is very important mm -hmm. but that has like personality and can make me laugh because boring people really ain't it i'm so mm. sorry if you're like a boring bland piece of sheet paper i am a not doing paper. it i'm not, not doing it I say, that's not where i thought it was going <laughs> i thought you added either i was like right, i'm gonna have to um you're a plain bagel i don't want it <laughs> um but no you're dope and i was trying to figure out I know it's random, so I was after the gym, taking a shower. Mm. I was like, Shy's gonna be this podcast, and you come up with some stuff talked about. So you How think we... about me in the shower? I, said, I knew, That's I knew what you were gonna say that. Shut the hell up. That's all I Listen, heard. So I was like, How do we first meet her? Do you remember? I know. Do you remember? No, I don't. So there's a makeup artist that was supposed to do a shoot for us. Okay. And she bailed with some lame excuse. She was like, Oh, I might have surgery or cancer or something it was something really like okay this might be serious yeah and then yeah cancer. so she blocked so she she uh legit was like sorry i can't make it to you this session we already had a client set up you know right um and it's for the speechless it was, it was last minute yeah it wasn't like you know like she didn't a, give us notice two, yeah. you know that's right. yeah. understandable so um i know i'm telling her story anyways she effed this up because she blocked my personal account and Heather's personal account. And she was posting stuff of her like at the beach and all this stuff. Oh, but man. she didn't know. She forgot to block our production account. And I was just on there doing something. I saw her. I was like, bro, if you were going to go do something, just say, hey, 
I don't want to do the makeup or I'm going to go on vacation. Don't lie to me. Because when you lie to me. be professional and be like, hey, unfortunately, like something came up, but I'd right. love to help you find a replacement. Exactly. Yeah. Like, here's See, a few that's recommendations. Why. That's right. why I shy. And so. Um, I was like, you know what? This sucks. So I started going through people that she followed to see, okay, she probably follows other makeup artists she looks up to. And then I found you on her. She was following you. Oh, okay, And so I was okay. like, let me hit this chick up. And honestly, I started looking at the stuff in your feed. And I was like, she looks dope. Like, oh. And the tattoos. I was like, she might be cool. Yeah. She's either going to be real dope or this will be the last time. So yeah, we hit. I remember, <laughs> this is going to be the last time. <laughs> yeah, I remember we, we hit you up. And bro, you showed up. on After you left, we were talking. We were like, bro, she was yeah. cool. And so that's how we... it's always genuinely a 50 50 when I meet new people. It's either. Oh, my God. Cheyenne is so much. She says the most off the wall shit. She doesn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> or it's like, wow, I really vibe with her. I love her. She's yeah. raw. Like, I love that. Right. And that's how I know my people from not my people. You yeah. Know? And that's yes. good, though. Like you, you're you 100 percent. No matter what. Because we've had clients different kinds in here and you're yeah. always shy. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is you are you, but you like simultaneous, simultaneously, will find a way to like still be you, but also get along with all yeah. the clients like, oh, whom yeah, we bring for in sure. here. In the industry that we're in, like you kind of have to be a little bit of a chameleon Chame- yeah. and know yeah. how to vibe with everybody, you know, of all walks of life. Like I was saying, you meet everybody from the lowest of the low to the highest of the high, and you got to know how to keep conversation mm-hmm. with right. each person, you know? Yeah. Right. And there's been times where even I, was flabbergasted and you've seen it where i'm just like don't know hmm. what to say <laughs> anyway you guys like fucking donuts or something <laughs> y'all want to order uber eats that's how you know something is going right, on in my mind right. if, if i ever say you guys want to order coffee or something you it's because yes, it's because i, I want to be on my phone looking at anything else and hurry and get done like i don't want to have a conversation so, so then i can use it as a conversation oh where's my right, coffee right oh. <laughs> like I, I remember thinking yeah. like, well, that's random. I know. Me too. Oh, that makes so much sense. Now. Okay. I like coffee. <laughs> We're playing chess, not checking. Man. That I, um, is good. So I have heard your a little bit of your story. And I always tell you, like, you need to share this with people. And you're like, I don't know how it can benefit people. Mm. But I don't think. I Hopefully, I know we did that. We had a shoot with someone in here. And you heard how they actually had a very good upbringing and their family they had a support system and like they had all their cards stacked to where they can win right and a lot of people say this to where it's like yeah i went through a whole bunch of crap but i still like found my way and made it bro you i feel like went through stuff for real and i don't think a lot of and you just that's just who you are right and i think you just think everyone's that way everyone's not no one can do the stuff that you've done i don't think um there's not a lot of people and that girl that was in there i think she was a very like whoa i think that was the first time in a long time because i'm really not a feel sorry for myself ever Mm. kind of person i that's why i genuinely never really speak of like my background where Mm. i came from because it's more like i don't want the sympathy like i'm where i'm at because of what i've done and i love that for myself but then i hear stories like what we heard and like being in the same predicament, having kids young and where I am having like no family, no support system, being here in Nashville, completely alone, taking care of two kids as a single mom. And then hearing like another person's story who, who also has kids and, and was my age, I was blown back. I genuinely thought she was very young in my yeah. eyes. I was like, oh, she's got to be 18, 19, like seeing, 
you know, doing our own thing. And then when we were the same age, I was just like, wait, what? Like, Mm -hmm. you literally had all the cards handed to you. Literally, like, right in front of you. That's just stupidity to me. And, like, I I mean, if you're stupid, you're fucking stupid. (laughs) I'm fucking sorry, dude. Like, and there's no excuse for stupid. And you can't really help stupid either. So there's that. Yeah, and you just, you have a, you hustle, fam. Like, you are a hustler. Bro, I Um, love the hustle. I know a lot of people are lazy. I love not being fucking lazy. Like, I love genuinely waking up in the morning, getting my day started Mm. with the gym. I love going out and getting shit done throughout the day. And it's crazy to me because my normal day starts at 6, 7, 8 o'clock, you know, depending. And ends at 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night. And I'm Mm. go, 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 go. And to me, that's a normal fucking day. Mm. Like, that's what everybody, I think, should be doing. And then I'll be texting people and they're like, oh my God, I can never. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean you can never? Like, that's an adult thing. Like, what do you you mean? So it's just an excuse. That's genuinely, like, I live by that one rule is like, you're gonna make excuses or you're not. Like, life is hard regardless of what Mm -hmm. you do. It's hard being broke and it's hard making money. So Mm -hmm. you just pick your heart and you run with that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And like, genuinely, if people listen to that and like, actually yeah grasped yeah. onto it and like took a little bit of that like if there's anything anybody gets from this podcast take that um life is, <laughs> yes. will get better like life's always gonna be fucking hard so yep. just like you get to choose pick your, your battle exactly yeah. are you gonna mm. like wallow in whatever you got going or are you just gonna chase what you got going on in your future like right i'm 25 i'm still young i got a lot of time you know yeah. and i, keep, I, I, I keep... always we do we we talk about that i'm like i, I always forget because i've told you um my sister you are the same age as my sister yeah and you just you you know you're totally different places and in my mind i'm like oh my sister is so young and all this and then i hear oh i'm 25 and i'm like shy is yeah. how is she 25 but see here's the thing though <laughs> sometimes you be doing 25 year old stuff oh for sure like, stuff, i'm like oh yeah that's right she's 25 yeah yeah <laughs> all right i mean no, but, i want before you change the subject it's funny because you're talking about people that like get up and do their gr- they're on their grind and they're like how do you do that people ask us all the time like how do you balance um running a business and like your personal and fun and free time i'm like bro running a business is fun for me yeah, like, that's part fun. of my, like when you there, there's no when like, you're not tied down to a nine to five yeah. you are so much more free that it right. becomes fun and right. when it's your passion and yes. you guys are so passionate about this and mm-hmm. i love that so much yeah. um then it, it's it's not a job right. anymore this is a hobby yeah. this is fun and i mean the money's that's just the cherry that's, on yeah. top you know like yeah. you guys would do this shit the same way i would do my shit yep. for free if you yep. needed right. to as a hobby and yep. that and you guys just took a hobby like i did my craft and turned it into a career right. and people get stuck working that nine to five and don't know how to get out of the loop mm-hmm. once imagine. you're out the loop you'll never get right. back in okay. that I was gonna say I could never go back to. I it, could like, never yeah. go back in the most humble way. I appreciate like everybody that works in nine to five and everybody you know. Right. We gotta mm-hmm. have those people to make the world go round, but <laughs> not me, boys. I'm, I, I would say I'm just built different. I'm just I built like, different. I yeah, can't, I don't like having a boss. Well, I don't. I don't like authority. Yeah, but if you think <laughs> about it. When you run your own business, you have multiple bosses. Because people always yeah. think they're like, oh, yeah. you don't have a boss. I'm like, no, we no, have I, so we many We have bosses. so right. many everywhere. We have people above us, right. just like anybody else. Exactly. It's just yeah. a different level of above us. Right. Um, yeah. Okay, so I don't know how much you want to share, but I think I really think it'd be beneficial for people to hear what you've gone through as much as you want to share. Right. Just so people, I, I hate people that have excuses. 
And we I'm run into a lot of people that are like, oh, well, this and this happened. And I always I bring up your story a little bit and I say, we have a friend. I never say who it is. Yeah. That went through X, Y and Z and she's killing it now. Um, and I always use, I don't always use you, but you're a big one of those ones. Oh, you know what else? Let me show you this really quick. I know I'm kind of getting off the subject. No, you're good. We have, I'm going to show you this goal <clears throat> thing we do. So we do every year, we don't do like resolutions, like a new year's resolutions, everything, but we go through and we look at our guiding principles and like our value goals and all that stuff. Right. And one of the things that we go through every year is we ask ourselves, okay, who in the past year has been someone who is very important to us and we want to make sure we can keep them like in our lives and like they really change how we do stuff. Look at look at who's on there. Hey, listen, number yeah. one. Yeah. No, listen. So first of all, it wasn't no. in, it wasn't in a certain I order. I don't give a fuck. You wrote my name first, bitch. You guys love me. But yeah, but the thing is, I just want you to know, like, I feel like a lot of times people don't give show love until it's too late, and I hate yeah. that. But like, oh, yeah. we, I just want to make sure you know that how much we appreciate you, and it's not because because you have come through clutch for us. Sometimes we're like, hey, we got this idea. Can you come in? There's not a big budget for it or whatever, and you always come through no matter what. Of course. Um, and we appreciate that. And it's not just because of that. It's just you're just a dope person because we have a ton of people that we are connected with. Right. And there was seven people on that list. You know what I'm saying? So and that's including family. Yeah, that's family. Every, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. But... So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Ooh. I, was, I was like, man, I need to tell her that. I love I that. Yeah. I appreciate you guys too, though, yeah. because I was just telling somebody actually the other day. I was like, you know what? Like, I was talking about having to come and do the podcast mm-hmm. and this and that, and how this is my first podcast. And I was like, but I appreciate Eugene and Heather, and I'm big into the gym now, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and I've taken that consistently for almost a year now. And uh, I was explaining how, like, if it wasn't for Eugene pointing out little things he called me fat ladies and gentlemen bro uh, no i didn't know i did not okay okay it's so over and he said i could look way. better That's, i didn't say that either i didn't say that either okay so what you said i can't remember yeah, now exactly. how i said it but listen here's my thing i know that this is something that i probably should stay away from and we've had conversations about this on if we should bring it up or not but you've opened the door so i'm gonna go through the door i have a hard time with people that are um, unhealthily overweight, okay? okay? I'm not saying you're unhealthily overweight, um, but they will say little things like, oh, man, I wish this, this, and this. I've right. always been like, okay, so if that's what you it. want, mm. do it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I can't because, no, you can. You don't want to do the work to do yeah. whatever it was. Right. Um, and so that, that just always... goes back to what we were saying earlier. It's just like, because going to the gym is work ethic. Mm. It so is. Because you're it is building a whole other something. job, yeah. essentially. Like, it really right. is. But once you start going, like, it's become my therapy. It's like an anchor. It's become yeah. Yeah. the one place that I feel safe. If I never feel safe anywhere else, mm. I go to the gym. It's the yeah. one place. I can clear my mind. But on top of that, I feel better. Like mm. leaving the gym, knowing yeah. I'm stronger, I'm healthy, all right. my toxins are sweated out, mm. my ass is fatter, <laughs> fattest white girl ass around. <laughs> you know no. what I mean? <laughs> but bro, it feels good doing the gym, It's especially in the morning because you've killed something yeah. in the day that most people haven't done. Yeah, and, that's and like your starting your yeah. day, that's with yeah. the hardest thing, it's, it's the best right. feeling. Um, and then the rest of the day is gravy. I mean, you can yeah. literally shit on my parade and I'm going to be like, well, 
my ass is still fat. Bye. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, I remember because we were going through photos, and I I did say something. I think it's because of you. <laughs> it's you. Like we shoot, we y'all have stuff. the type yeah. of relationship. It's like siblings. Honestly, I know. I'm like, it's like this the like stuff my he can say to you that he can get away with, and he means it. And maybe somebody else may hear it in a mean way, yeah, but it's but like, like, no, you, know. you don't understand. I think it's because we're both mean. kind of little bits of douchebags deep, deep down, <laughs> and we cover it up with this like nice sensitivity, like we maybe. give a fuck, but like around each other, we're like, "Hey, yo, big head ass <laughs> bitch." <laughs> But I did. I was looking at the photo. And he's like, but look, you're my number one. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I, was, I was looking at, I remember looking at the photo. And I was like, bro, just think about if you act. Because my thing is, I know you. And like, when you put your head to something, you're like, I'm going to do it. I don't care. Yeah. Like, whatever right. it takes, I'm going to do. I was like, if you took your, that, whatever that's called. That little and, noggin of yeah, mine. Put it into the gym and like getting your fitness and health. I was like, you would smash. Yeah. Bro, I've been, you know, I've been killing and bro, it. In I love every time I see you post something, in the, and I've tried not to like comment every time because I feel like it's annoying. But I'm like, man, I love, like, I get yeah, excited yeah. every time I see yeah. it. Yeah, dude, um, I think it's it's just become an addiction. Honestly, yeah. like, I traded in a lot of like these things that were making me sad and mm. just pushed it to the gym, and it really became like a part. It's a lifestyle. Mm. It is now. Yeah. I get it. It, it used that. to be like. I would wake up and be like, oh, my God, I really don't want to do this. Mm. Like, what the fuck? And now I wake up and I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Time to go to the gym again. I think the worst part of the gym is, like, having to wash your sports bras so much. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Let me fucking tell you about that. Um, And, like, finding an outfit to go to the gym. It, used, mm. it Like, it's not even yeah. getting up for me anymore. And I've been doing this for, like, a year solid. Like, I can get up and be fine throughout the mm. day. Like, not an issue. As long as I get, like, a couple minutes laying in bed to, like wake up yeah. so i'm not like dazed and fucking confused yeah, right. but um yeah i just do my little thing i have like a cute little routine i smoke yeah. my little stone mm. on the way to the gym mm. um i like try scoop my pre-workout wow. every day. I've never no. been out with and then i just no. go into the gym every wow. morning and i fucking kill it man yeah um it's the only that. way that i can stay there like i will stay there for two hours and just get mm. everything done but like yeah. i feel like if i don't take pre-workout early in the morning mm. i don't have as much like energy to mm-hmm. be lifting yeah. fucking 250 yeah. pounds you're trying. not lifting no 250 okay pounds. it's more like 170 that's still good though that's still pretty yeah. good that's, that's more than some, be- some dudes so like i'll Whew. see heather in there lifting and she's getting to the point where she's lifting more than some guys that are there i'm not gonna lie i lift more than a lot of these men yeah. like i'd be looking over and I, I really don't pay attention to people in the gym because yeah. i don't want people to pay attention right. to me so yeah. it's more like you know if i can't see them they can't see mm-hmm. me kind of mindset yeah um but when i do look over and stuff and i see mm. men mm. i don't i don't know why but i'm just like why are you only lifting you know, 100 be, pounds but they may be injured they or, could be you know, yeah so i always yeah. take that into account too because there's been times where i was not me i'm kind morning. of a fucking dickhead i wish i wasn't i this, just be like it's like a competition in my head yeah, i'm I just like make, you guys want to you want to see who can do more reps i do make everything competition yeah i know i wish i um, wasn't such a competitive person i love it I, I mean, it makes life a lot more fun. Yeah. Even when I drive, bro, it's going to be racing whatever car. Like, me yeah. too. And I don't have a race car, B. Yeah, me. I don't. <laughs> and I'm still like, what's up, little <laughs> Nissan Altima? <laughs> um, you were saying you were telling someone about something. You're going to be on the podcast. And I was oh, like, yeah. And I was just basically like, back to the appreciation mm-hmm. thing. Like, I was basically telling them about you guys mm-hmm. and how I got introduced mm-hmm. and how this 
relationship we all formed mm-hmm. it came and i was just like they have motivated me so much because the with with the, what i was saying the gym has become my safe space and mm-hmm. one of yeah. the very very few places that i feel safe 100 percent. Mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for eugene genuinely saying something and i know he meant it out of love 100 percent. i'd just be giving him shit all the right? time um i don't know that i would have <clears throat> even found the courage to go mm-hmm. genuinely like mm-hmm. i think i would have still wallowed in that little depression you know yeah. like it was, mm-hmm. it was around the time like going through oh, some yeah. crazy shit and that's when i got serious serious mm-hmm. like you know i had been in and mm-hmm. out and be like yeah i went and mm-hmm. only had gone twice that week and mm-hmm. fucking squatting maybe 25 pounds pe- mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> rose <laughs> the bar <And> the bar <laughs> mm-hmm. when i could i didn't have calluses on my hands <laughs> but i i I think it's also cool how we can talk business too. I love oh, how we can we chop it up about business stuff. Um, but I, we we skip something. So I want you to share your story though. Um, mm. Like just as a kid growing up, what it was like um, if you're down. Because I do again. I think it's good for people to hear your story and right. say that like just to see like, bro, you had cards stacked against you and you still are killing it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you grew up in California, right? Yeah, I grew up in California. Um... I just always felt like even though the cards were against me, they weren't. I learned mm-hmm. something in everything. Even at a young age, mm-hmm. I was very, I was always just called like the trooper or like, oh, I thought you were older or, you know, like I've always been told that my whole life, even at five years old type mm-hmm. shit. Um, but like, honestly, I didn't grow up with like the best mm-hmm. home life. My parents were like drug addicts Mm -hmm. and i think like as far back as i can remember it was just very unstable right um we were in foster care for a little while there like while my parents were getting clean got back from foster care and shit was still not a one like not what well i i feel like i didn't have a bad life i'd like to start there like Mm -hmm. i didn't Mm -hmm. because my parents made me feel loved but mm. now that I'm an adult and I have children, I look back and there's no fucking way in hell I would ever, ever, ever put my kids through any of the shit that my parents allowed us to go through. Yeah. Between yeah. foster care, the drugs, the abuse, the like blatant disrespect of us, the like not taking care of the house, the mm. constant moving, living in shelters and hotels and motels and, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then like... I think when shit got really rough and like really serious for me was when my dad died when Mm. I was 11 Mm. and he was a drug and alcohol abuse counselor. So for him to die of an overdose was Mm. definitely something crazy. And for me to um, have like woken up Mm. and him just be deceased next to me Mm. that night, like it was the one night where I was just like, yeah, let's watch a movie together. (laughs) Ha ha. And then you wake up and your parents not breathing anymore. You know, that was... um. So that was probably like when mm. something in my brain switched. I don't know yeah. what it was. It mm. was like that, like uh, like everything was serious after that. Yeah, I remember I woke like woke up and nothing was ever the same. Like childhood um, ended there. Yeah, I I felt like genuinely that's it fucked me up for a little bit. I would fuck anybody yeah, up, you right. know. Yeah. Um, but all I could remember was like, okay, well this sucks. That's mm. what I told myself at like eleven years old. I was like, well this sucks. Like. Well, maybe he'll come back. Like, maybe it's fine. It's whatever. But after that, my mom, um, she was love her to death, but mm-hmm. she didn't know how to be a mom. I don't mm-hmm. think she was given the right cards for that either. And like I said, I love her. I think she tried her best. Um, I just think it was a different era where 
men and women like women depended on men you know yeah. so she had constantly depended on mm. my dad and her husband before that had no idea how to live and had no idea how to live and take care of four mm -hmm. kids so right after my dad died i moved to tennessee and um that was a culture shock because it wasn't even a month after he died my oh, mom shipped wow. me out here i had also never met my sister and that's who i was coming to live with yeah um i'd didn't know my cousins or my nieces or nephews. I didn't know that you, wow. Yeah, I had no time to process anything. Um, but all I, I just remember everybody telling me to be strong. So mm -hmm. I just remember going to bed, crying every night, being like, you just gotta be strong. Mm -hmm. You just gotta be strong. You gotta do this. So I came out to Tennessee. <clears throat> um, and that's when shit got kind of weird i started smoking weed i started mm. drinking that's when um i was i was young i was how old, yeah how old are you now when, when um were... so at this point i was 13 mm. so i was 11 wow. when my dad died but i was about to turn 12 mm. and by this point I'd, i was kind of settled in a little bit more mm. i was about to turn 13 but i was already smoking weed heavily mm. um drinking heavily by what was it i probably 14 i was doing cocaine every day at school i would put um little bumps of cocaine at the tip of my eraser mm -hmm. during school oh, and not wow. for a way of like oh my gosh she's a junkie ass bitch but because by 14 i was homeless mm -hmm. and my mom was in another state mm -hmm. and my sister kicked me out and i had nowhere to sleep half the time i was staying in friends closets hiding mm -hmm. from there parents because right. they didn't want me to stay any longer you know like and it wasn't their responsibility it was my mom's right and that was where like the neglect kind of came in and yeah. at the time like i said i never thought i i thought this was normal for everybody mm -hmm. what i did know at 14 15 16 is i had to go to school mm -hmm. i knew i didn't want my education. mom to get in trouble mm -hmm. it was mainly for my mom it wasn't even the education i so she like was you in, were the parent in the situation she was in oklahoma and i was in tennessee and nobody had guardianship of me but her and i didn't want her to get in trouble yeah and so i just kept going to school and just pretending wow. like everything was good i remember there were nights there was this abandoned house behind a high school that i went to and there was multiple nights i would go to that abandoned house and like go stay in that mm. abandoned house and then i'd wake up the next day and just go to school you know and then um my kid's father's mom she was there and helped me mm. a lot of the time too you mm. know in the in-between times when we were together I would go and stay with them. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there was a lot of drama that fucking yeah. happened there where yeah. it was just like not the absolute best situation for anybody at 14, 15, 16. And I mean, I ended up with kids, obviously, mm -hmm. as a teenager, despite everything, like love them to death, mm -hmm. love being a parent. But I even to this day, though, like I wouldn't want it to be any other way. Like I went through a lot and I know I went through a lot, but I wouldn't want I think I was built for that. Yeah. Like, I genuinely think a lot of people would have broken. And don't get me wrong, there were plenty of times where I was in, like, mental hospitals because I wanted to take my own life. There mm -hmm. was multiple times where, like, I didn't feel good enough or worthy enough or, you know? And, like, yeah. I think everybody kind of feels like that. But being, like, 15, going through all that, I, I don't know, which is probably why I'm 25 now and I'm just, like, I want to go home. <laughs> yeah i just want right. like a normal life actually i just yeah. want to work full time go home take care of my babies cook food mm -hmm. watch some movies with my people yeah. and right. call it a day you know like i don't have the urge to party anymore because i went through that like all mm -hmm. the bullshit i went through growing up mm -hmm. like 
there were good times, but it kind of sucks to say that there were like a majority, I'd say 90, 10 mm. bad times mm. to good times. Yeah. And like, I don't even realize that they were even crazy bad or anything like that until I'm explaining it to like normal people with like normal families yeah. and, I'm and you like, hear Jesus yourself say Christ. it too yeah. yeah like people are always talking about how they grew up with their brothers and sisters and mm. love them and this and that i'm like damn it was fucking wwe in my house we were tasing each other shooting each other with bb guns oh my goodness like, literally watched my brother cut my other brother's finger off oh my goodness one time my brother pushed me into a cactus like garden because i said no to him and <laughs> wow. and that was normal to me i was like well we were finna get fucked up like yeah. i knew every day I, it was gonna be something i was gonna be fucked up every day so talking to other people mm. that grew up with siblings in like a normal family mm. in a household i'm just like wow like you are mentally stable mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah. like your parents did not fuck you that's wild yeah but i'm funny yeah <laughs> is that so two things so did you have any kind of support system while you're going through this like that's what i'm trying to figure out how did mm. you right after my dad died mm. i didn't because i didn't feel like i knew anybody um i got close to my kid's dad when i first came here in eighth Mm. grade it was like Mm. the end of eighth grade and that's when i met him and his family took me in pretty quickly like they saw Mm. the situation his mom was very open but i always felt like i was unwanted there also like Mm. 90 percent of the time you know and me and my kid's father were fighting crazy bad we were physically and mentally abusive toward each other Mm -hmm. terribly like up until i got pregnant basically we would just beat the fuck out of each other i would get kicked out because his mom didn't want me to you know be there obviously Mm -hmm. i'm hitting her son he's hitting me we're not good for each other yeah and those were the nights i would go stay like at the abandoned house or like here or there anywhere you know and she would feel bad after a couple weeks and i would come back but then after so many times of doing that routine you're like this person don't fuck with me i don't want to be here but then you're put in a position where it's like bro what else are you to do like and i think Mm -hmm. that's genuinely until you felt that like you don't know what it feels like to be like a hundred percent unwanted like you have no parents your friends hate your baby daddy who at the time he Mm -hmm. wasn't my baby daddy Mm -hmm. but they saw what was going on so they would never come around ever Mm -hmm. i kind of like secluded myself to that person so all my friends and family just kind of fucked off they just hated me they didn't Mm. want anything to do with the situation at hand so really i just had him and his mom Mm. um but like i said his mom was very like wishy-washy you know i could tell she cared for sure and i love her to the to this day i think we're closer now to this day than we ever were Mm. when i was a teenager yeah and we genuinely didn't get close close until i was pregnant with my daughter Mm -hmm. um and i think that's just because that was her first grandchild and she was just like oh my god like Mm. Cheyenne's gonna be around for a little while. Right, Might as well right. get used to this shit. <laughs> and now we be cackling all the time. Mm-hmm. It's great. But that was the extent of my support system throughout wow. all of that. I remember um the day I dropped out of school, actually. It wasn't because I wanted to drop out. Like one, school was it was easy to me. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the instability growing up, I think I would have easily finished high school because mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even because I got pregnant. That wasn't mm-hmm. the reason I dropped out. It was genuinely because there was so much instability. My credits were low. Everything was easy. But making it up and finding the time when I needed to go make money to pay bills at 15, mm-hmm. I couldn't. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, I remember going to school one day and it was junior year. And there was this girl and I had, I had told her like, yo, 
you know, I'm staying with my like kid's dad and I didn't I wasn't pregnant at the time, like mm-hmm. I said. So it was just like my boyfriend. And I was like, Yeah, my mom's like in another state. Well, wow, well, homegirl went and told the counselor of the school. Oh man, yeah. So the next day I come into school and there's DCS mm-hmm. and they want to talk to me and they're asking me questions about mm-hmm. where my mom is and this, that, and the other. I never went back to school after that. I man. left school that day. I actually had my homegirl pick me up at lunchtime and I ran out the gym and I left school and I never went back to school again. Mm-hmm. Um I remember wow getting calls all the time and i just i stopped talking to everybody i didn't talk to my mom i didn't talk to nobody for probably about a year Mm. everybody got on my ass um but i did get my gd Mm. i did do that (laughs) and i had to forge my mom's signature for that (laughs) so that was fun love that um lol uh other than that like i I did go and get my medical assisting degree and my phlebotomy degree right before doing hair Mm -hmm. so i think once i had kids that's when everything changed bro i'm not gonna lie like i was definitely partying Mm. days before i found out i was pregnant like Mm. i was unhinged i was depressed i was Mm. so sad i was angry at the world i was i could fight anybody i it wasn't a fun time it wasn't Mm. like a fun cheyenne it was just sad you could now that i'm older i'm like damn you was sad sad you had had plenty of reason to yeah yeah and i say this too because my parents i used to think, man, they kind of sucked a little bit. Right. But when I start learning more about their background, I'm like, they did better than their parents. Exactly. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And like And some and, parents it's it's almost like it's not a choice. Mm-hmm. Like they are choosing to be what they think is what they're supposed to be. And right. that's not always like what yeah. the kids need. So it's that's interesting. But it's just, it's just interesting, like because I see you as a parent now. I'm like, bro, you are killing it. Yeah, as a parent, you. you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. like, and you're a single parent too. So that's right. even because my mom, she did because my parents got separated and my mom, she raised us. There's six of us, and bro. She did it though. We were all scared of her. Like yeah. to this day, like, we're all scared of her. She I passed love that. away, but like she would still like be like, "I will beat your tail." Yes, like, okay, I will so, wake up. Yeah. Well, we were and beat you. Yes, yeah. we were married, and one of his younger brothers. They're probably like. 15 16 like out in the yard and i don't know what they did probably like mouthed off to her she grabbed a t- like a tree branch off the thing and just started like smacking him with yep, it in the yard i and remember I was just that sitting here, like yeah and she, he's grown he's like yeah. 15 16 yeah and she was like small you know yeah. and so was yeah, my mom was like, tiny my mom was tiny but she's still like whatever mom as tiny girls are the craziest <laughs> i stick by what i say so you go through all this how do you get from living this I'm not gonna say sucky life because it wasn't sucky because you wouldn't be who you were. Right. And no, I, it I was sucky. You could say what it is. Well, a spade no, is a spade. Is, if, if you weren't, if you didn't go through that stuff, you wouldn't be who you were. Today. Absolutely. Yeah. And I and don't. So I don't I'm, hate that I went through it. Right. And me personally, I know this sounds very selfish, and it's not about me. But I'm glad you went through the stuff you went through because you're dope as hell right now. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, we have Shy is one of the dopest yeah. people. We, you know what I'm saying? And if you wouldn't have done that, like. Would I'd you become a makeup artist? You know what I'm saying? A like, boring, you... bland yeah. bagel. Yeah. But so how'd you get from going through that to decide, you know what, I'm gonna try to do hair and makeup? <clears throat> so basically, like after I had my daughter, mm-hmm. right? I was so I was 17 when I had her. And I literally remember going to school for medical assisting and phlebotomy. And I was like, I need a job that's respectable. I'm a mom now. Mm. Mind you, I didn't have throat tattoos or hand tattoos. or I was very untattooed. I had like a chest piece that could be covered and a few arm tattoos, some leg tattoos, nothing crazy. Mm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be like a respectable mom. I'll go into like the nursing shit like every other normal girl. Like no offense mm. or anything. <laughs> um 
but I was like, fuck it. Like, I'll do this. So I did that. I did get my medical assistant and my phlebotomy degree. I finished everything I needed to. And then I worked in a pediatric office for a little bit. And I fucking despised it. Oh, no. Loved the kids. Hated the environment. I hated the toxicity in there. I just got rubbed the wrong way i was the youngest in the office i was just like a bitch to these people um they looked at me just like this whack-ass young girl that dropped out and had kids and you know just that southern Mm. mentality that you get from old southern fucks Mm. like fuck y'all for real i hate that Mm. but after that i was just like dude i don't know what to do Mm. i had no fucking idea i was just like lost but i knew i needed to go back to school i like school i Mm -hmm. like learning so i was just like well i like doing makeup and i already was doing makeup heavily Mm -hmm. for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and i was already kind of doing hair too just Mm -hmm. out of like a kitchen and shit Mm -hmm. um and sally's was my favorite place (laughs) (laughs) but i never thought of turning it into a career i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna lie that's not what i wanted to be i never once like i guess i also didn't have a chance to sit down and really think hey cheyenne what do you want to do it was always like dude you have to do something Mm -hmm. like if you fall, your kids fall. And there's no fucking way that's happening. Not in my fucking house. I promise mm-hmm. you, I will go do whatever I need to fucking do. I will fucking be Pablo Escobar if I need to for my <laughs> yeah. kids. Hey, I swear yeah. to God. It's funny when you do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. And I will do what I got to do to make mm-hmm. sure my kids are 100% done mm-hmm. and good. So basically, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to school for makeup. I got this. Like, Mm. I'm already good at makeup. It'll be easy. I know a bunch of people went for like four months. Mm. Mind you, I did not have family or anything. So I'm like 17. I'm 18 at this point. Mm. And I had no idea how to do FAFSA, no idea how to do anything. When I went to school for medical assisting and phlebotomy, I used their like in-home or their like in-home financing Mm. or whatever Mm -hmm. it was. So she kind of walked me through it, Mm. which she fucked me over anyways. So I love that for me. Um, Still paying off those loans. Um, But I went to school and I went to TCAT in Clarksville. Mm. And I remember walking in there and I was just like, hey, I want to do makeup. And the girl looked at me and she's like, cosmetology, that's Mm. where you do makeup she lied it's esthetician work is what i was looking for Um, but my fafsa was 100 percent covered and because i was a single mom it paid the eight thousand dollars and it paid me to go to school another like six thousand or something so that kind of held over and i was dancing at the time Mm -hmm. and i was working at like a massage parlor where Mm -hmm. i I would just like massage people in lingerie so i was Mm -hmm. making like decent money Mm -hmm. um and i just i ended up just sticking with it i was like dude if i if I stop going to school right now, because it was hair, I didn't want to do hair. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. There was mm-hmm. nothing, not a part of me wanted to professionally do hair. I wanted wow. to do makeup and travel and be a celebrity makeup artist mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other. But um, hair kind of found its way to me. I feel like, like when I really think back into it, I'm just like, wow, I am actually goat as fuck with hair. Mm-hmm. I love doing it now. It's like. When I get into it, my brain is, it goes away. I'm, mm. I don't think about what's on my phone or who's doing this or what, what I'm eating for dinner. I'm literally just free. It's mm. like a blank space. Everything's blank again. Mm. And I think that's my favorite place to be sometimes just because there's so much going on, you know? Yeah. Um, but it, it was genuinely my kids. I think that's that was what motivated me to do what I got to do. Mm. And then, like, I just fell in love with the passion. And mm. honestly, my 
my biggest thing was like moving to Nashville. Mm. Like, I don't think I would have been given the opportunities that I've been given had I not moved to Nashville from mm. Clarksville, you know, went from like that small town living, mm. being like, yeehaw mom. You know, I was right. never a yeehaw mom, let's be <laughs> fucking for real. <laughs> I've always been feral. Mm. <laughs> Um, but um yeah it, it was my kids like it's cliche as that fucking sounds like i would probably still be dancing somewhere if it wasn't for my babies i would mm-hmm. probably still be trying to make some quick ass money somewhere mm-hmm. if it wasn't for them um and i i do think like i owe them everything mm-hmm. everything under the sun i would do anything for them at this point and that's honestly my saving grace was like when i was pregnant with madison I genuinely did not want to live like I mean that wholeheartedly and I found out I was pregnant and there was a small part of me that was like I can't do this like I'm gonna have a fucking abortion I'm 16 I I, like I don't want to live I'm not Mm. in a good situation I can't have a baby but by the time at the end of that pregnancy by nine months I had my own house Mm. my own car Mm. my license forged paperwork for my GED Mm. all within nine months so if if you want to do something you can fucking do it like you don't need to wait for the perfect time or this or that because i don't think having a kid at 16 was perfect fucking time i don't Mm -hmm. think anybody would think like let's be fucking for Mm -hmm. real but i think it's exactly what i needed at the time to be Mm -hmm. like cheyenne you're literally gonna die and i mean that like i genuinely think if it wasn't for them i I don't think I would have made it past mm. 18, 19, yeah. to be yeah, honest, that's... with the crowd I was swinging with and mm. the things I was doing. And I mean, she got kind of wild. Mm. I'm not going to say it on camera, but she got yeah. wild. Yeah. And you, so you're talking about that. I think it's so cool because people are like, why are you doing this podcast? And we're not trying to do a podcast to get famous or make get deals. Mm-hmm. For us, it's more about documenting what who we talk to, our friends and all that. So later on, our girls will be able to find this stuff and be like, wow mom and dad knew some dope people yeah that's know? pretty sick and i love why, that like that's the whole reason we're doing this whole thing but like your kids somehow if anything happened to us i know our girls if they found this they would find like look your mom look has at this. your mom yeah. Yeah. yeah look at this you saved her life. like i'm just like i think Dude, that's they so did. cool but know? like i mean that so much like mm-hmm. i cry thinking about it because everybody's just like for the most part people look at me now and mm-hmm. i i always get this like from everybody they're just like you know i thought you were going to be a stuck-up bitch or i thought you weren't going to be funny i thought you were going to be boring or this and that and i hear that so much and that's Mm -hmm. so crazy to me because i'm i know me and Mm. i know i'm the opposite but because you put a pretty face on it everybody's just like oh another pretty face she's gotta be boring oh another OnlyFans girl oh another makeup artist Mm. another you know so they just automatically label you, mm. which is so wild to me, which is like, they're not wrong. I've met plenty of pretty girls oh, that yeah. are boring. We yeah. see it every day. Mm-hmm. But it's wild because people put this dilemma on me of like, oh, she must have been raised in such a great home mm. and she must have had money given to her and this mm. and that. Oh, Cheyenne goes on trips all the time. Cheyenne does this. But I genuinely worked my fucking ass off yeah. to get to where I am and like we'll continue to work mm-hmm. my ass off to get to where I'm going because it's not done mm-hmm. now and we're just getting started honestly yeah, yeah. like I this shit's that. just starting mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> me, so real, real quick so if there is someone watching or if we put a little blurb on Instagram how do people get in touch with you if they want to book you for so I know you have the salon right um, and you do <laughs> hair and makeup so what's the best way for people like reach out to you and be like hey I need some makeup done or I need my hair done um instagram mm-hmm. at creations by shy that's okay. the easiest way to reach me I'm, i check it every day maybe mm-hmm. a few hours before i can get back to you just mm-hmm. because i am busy mm-hmm. but for the most part like 
easy peasy lemon mm. squeezy easy to find yeah. me if you feel like i'm taking too long you can easily go and utilize the booking app mm. like mm. book okay. for some stuff you know because mm. uh, you're getting your hair done there um yeah. i remember so we had someone else do your hair remember before yeah. we went to um, hawaii yeah. and then like she do your hair i don't yeah. know why it took her so long for us to have her do hair your hair i no, don't know we had just it's it's weird because we've only known you for like a little over just a year. Just over a year. Oh, yeah. I know. It's so that's been... why. I know. Oh, it feels like it I've known you so much. It does not feel like that. That's why someone else did my hair is because I think we had either just, we were either, either about to meet you or we had just that's yeah, right. met you. That's right. Wow. I um, know. It's only been a year. So you're doing hair and makeup and you said it's not over yet. What's your like perfect world? Like when you can say, you know what, I've made it. What would that look like for you? You know what I'm saying? With doing, is it, would it be doing hair and makeup? Um, like, what's the end goal, I guess? The end goal is to not work. Mm-hmm. That's always the end goal. Um, I No, I, I disagree with you because I can't see you not working. Like, yeah. you're too Well, I want to be like, a pilot, so mm-hmm. I would just be in the air all the time. Pilot? I would love to fly planes. Mm-hmm. I love being in the sky. That's mm-hmm. in a perfect world. I would be doing what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be more of like traveling i love mm-hmm. to travel so if i can incorporate travel with hair and makeup more which i'm doing a lot more of mm-hmm. now you could be flying literally. Yeah. Yeah. i would literally just fly myself places yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and like that would be my perfect world i love doing hair and makeup it's it's not a career to me it's it's a hobby it's mm-hmm. fun to me i get to create all day that shit's mm-hmm. fun like i don't know i love that so if i could do that and fly myself somewhere yeah. mm-hmm. oh it's oh, funny shit, because it's OV for you hoes. Right? <laughs> Earlier I was going to uh, say And then funny. to me I'm like it's the hustle again. I'm just yeah. like, bro, if like what? That's what that I'm saying. Was, I couldn't like, see you not working. I would yeah. I don't think I can ever not work. Yep. I'm always going to be doing something always. Mm, I right. think um but yeah, I think in a perfect world though, I do want to be like more relaxed and chilled mm-hmm. out by the time I'm 35ish. Mm-hmm. Somewhere Dang, around 35. There. Yeah, bro, I've been working since I was, like, 14. I don't want to do this shit no more. Heather's 35. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Earlier, I was going to say, when you were talking about, um, you know, just your story, it seemed to me like your situation has always been fight or flight, heavier on the fight side, because that's who you are. Yeah. And so when you're like, I want to be in the air, I'm like, literally, we can name this podcast Fight or Flight, or this episode Fight or Flight. That's actually dope. Yeah. That's actually really dope. I Man, love that. That's dope. But yeah, I've always um I've I love the air. It's yeah, it's another freeing place for me. I think like when I am in planes, when I'm just mm. in the sky in general, yeah. when I'm high up in the mountains and I'm like in the clouds, it's mm. like the one other place that I'm just like, wow, this is like like look around. We're not stuck in this little fucking box that everybody yeah. puts us in and there's so so much more. Mm-hmm. And like nothing is out of reach and that's kind of like what I think when I'm in, you know in bigger spaces when I'm in the air and you can see everything when I'm in the ocean you can see everything yeah. and you're just like wow, I am this small tiny person yeah. in such a big world with endless possibilities. Yeah. And that's kind of how I go upon life. Like I'm delusional as fuck. I would never call me sane and I would I don't know that I would even look at me and be like an inspiration because I've been I've done some shady shit like everybody else. I've been through the ringer just like everybody else. But I also don't compare my story to anybody. I think everybody goes through shit 
and I don't think my shit is any harder than the next, even if they grew yeah. up in something great or mm-hmm. not. You know, um, I think it all just boils down to your mentality. Like, how mentally tough are you? I know yeah. my mentality is very tough. Mm-hmm. I know I can handle some shit, but I also know people who have been through, like, really not shit that can't take it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, like, all with, like, how you grasp. And like you said, it's been, like, fight or flight my whole life almost mm-hmm. so it, it, it's been easy for me to fight and i'm just now like for the first time in my life in the weirdest way kind of not fighting shit mm. like yeah it's finally just kind of like letting everything settle mm. and just mm. like being able to be because i feel like i've always had this like masculine like mentality you know right. like i need to take right. care of everything i need to be in control of everything i need to you know have everything in my grasp Mm -hmm. and now it's finally to a point where like there's so much healing and there's so much that i've done over the past fuck i don't know 15 years Mm -hmm. 10 15 years that none of it really matters and like i'm so ready to just be in my feminine divinity and Mm -hmm. just like allow the universe to do whatever it needs to do Mm -hmm. and just put trust in whatever it is because Mm -hmm genuinely i don't want to be in fight and flight anymore i'm done i love that i love that (laughs) we're Um, done that it reminds me of the the saying that i heard recently where it's life doesn't happen to you it happens for you a hundred percent yeah and so i think just we just all have that mentality like you use what all the bad shit that you whatever whatever it makes you Mm. and then you go with it yeah even even our marriage Remember our the the church we got married at, the um, the pastor of that church. I thought you're an atheist. Oh hell, here you go, Muslim. Muslim, <laughs> you're not up. Jewish. Hey, you probably peeking out the mic. No, but he we got married and we there was some stuff. There, we should do a podcast on this an episode on mm. it. But he basically he said your um marriage is gonna be cursed. What? This is a pastor of a church. Um, and was he racist? He's 19 at the time. She's 19. How old was I? 20, 22. Two, yeah. So we're young. And they're like, your marriage is going to be cursed. Like, why would you ever say that? Was it in the South? No. no it was up North. And the reason why, though, well, there was, I'll, we'll do an episode on it. Um, but right. it was some, I think we hurt his feelings, you know? Um, why? We didn't have him marry us. That was the first thing. We brought in one of my uh, really good friends, dad's. To mm-hmm. marry us, um, I think that was kind of offended him. Um, but anyways, all that to say is, I can't remember why I brought that up. Fight or flight. Oh, using stuff to your advantage. So like, I've always in the back of my head been Have like, that. bro, I'm gonna make sure our marriage is dope, successful as, yeah. as fuck. Yeah, actually, and, the and, coolest marriage ever right. alive. And now people are like, how do you guys work together twenty four seven? Like, I'm like, bro. What? Why would you not want well, to? Well, that's like, your best friend. Why, I think that exactly. why like, wouldn't you want to you hang out with your best friend every single day? Because right. even when right. you guys have nothing to talk about, it's still cool vibing exactly. with your best friend. Right. Right. Like, what? Why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so back to you. So how have you been doing hair and makeup? Um, so I've been doing almost five years mm. here in Nashville. That was when I graduated hair school was 2019, mm. I believe. Bro, I don't understand 2018. Not, I don't understand why you're not bigger than what you are. Like it really. Because I'm a lazy piece of shit, you guys. Okay, so she t- <laughs> she tells that whole story, then says she's whole lazy thing about that, and then I'm not good at marketing. That's what it is. Listen, I, let's I don't really... have. A, it's because I need an assistant. I need to take some stuff off my plate so I can really like 
further everything. And I know that mm. it's taking that leap and trusting somebody mm. with stuff. That's genuinely like my biggest thing. Like everybody's yeah. always like, you need an assistant. You need an assistant. Okay. Well, assistants need passwords to everything. And I like, got, mm. what if something, and that that's my trauma talking. Mm. Let me tell you, cause I don't want them to go snooping through my stuff or yeah. like, what if they, you know, like that's like me letting go of control and handing right. it over to somebody else. It's very hard for me um, because like I said, I've lived my whole life having to be in control of myself. Mm-hmm. So being able to be like, hey, here's the passwords to all my social medias mm-hmm. and here's the passwords to my Virago mm-hmm. and here's the passwords to my booking sites. Can mm-hmm. you make sure everything's answered in this and mm-hmm. this and this? What if yeah. they miss things and then I'm going to get pissed off? It looks yeah. bad on you. And yeah. then it looks bad on me as well. And I am nervous for that, but mm. I know the second that I do find somebody to be a really good assistant that's mm. going to come in and really help me take that load off, like mm. I know shit's about to be even a yeah, virtual crazy. assistant. We we work with some clients and they have virtual assistants. It's yeah, interesting because we have heard to like yeah. yeah, and they're we've worked with some and they're actually really yeah. good. Um, I was yeah. gonna say something. We need to help her marketing stuff. Yeah, like because we do I, we do that stuff. You know, yeah. so why? Have we not helped you? Like, well, why? we always set up times and dates for things, but then we're always busy. Okay, listen, listen. We haven't we made leave, it a priority. Yeah, we, we leave, haven't made it a priority. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a big thing with me because like people are like, um, I don't have enough time. I hate when people say that. I'm so busy. I'm like, you have enough time. Your priorities. Where are do you want your priorities exactly. to be? And like, exactly. I even do that with our girls. They're like, Hey, Daddy, can we do this? I can't say, Hey, I don't have time to do that. What I have to say is like, Okay, this isn't a priority right now. Like in your head, if you think that. It's like, wow, you're saying your kids aren't a priority. So whatever you're doing, is it really more important than what your kids are asking you to do right now? Right. Like when you start putting stuff in perspective like that, you're like, oh, wait, I do. I can find time to do this. Yeah. You yeah. know, because, um, bro, I always use this example. Let's say you have the most important meaning of your life. You're and whatever you're in there killing. All of a sudden you get diarrhea and you have to use the bathroom. You're going to make time to go use the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Like. I know you don't have any time, but I bet you go hit that bathroom. Sorry, I think that's just my shit. That's... I mean, made shit, <laughs> bro. <laughs> this is off the subject. Kevin Hart said he d- took a dump on himself during one of his shows. Yeah, yeah. During one of his shows, yeah. he showed it. Funny. Yeah. funny as hell. <laughs> that's funny. Um, okay, so what was I asking you? Um, how long have you been doing makeup? You said five years. Um, we had this conversation once. and I think I got more into makeup about a year and a half ago, though, to mm-hmm. where I took it serious. I think the first three and a half, four years were mainly focused on hair and like, mm-hmm. how do I get better at this? How do mm-hmm. I learn this? How do you learn this? And, and once learn- I got kind of bored, I was like, this is getting stagnant. Like, yeah. I think I'll pick up makeup again because I was already doing it for myself and my friends. Mm-hmm. And I already have, like, I already know I'm good at what I do. Mm-hmm. And it was just easy. And then one day I just started posting that, like, hey, if you guys need your makeup done, come. And it just kind of popped off. And then yeah. you guys were one of the bigger companies to mm-hmm. reach out to me and be like, hey, I'd love for you to come and mm-hmm. work. Um, can you do this little trial run? Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as I walked in here, well, one, I thought I was going to get murdered. <laughs> listen, don't, don't, like, listen, don't oh say that on here. Don't say that. I have listen. told people that. <laughs> <Listen, laughs> so, like, we, we set it up to where people, because we don't want people knowing what's in here. So, the outside, you'd never know. That makes know. sense. Yeah. And if, I love that. It's like that. Nashville, like, there's yeah. so many multi billion dollar studios that you'd think is a crack house. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I already, most yeah. of these recording studios that I've been in recently, look literally like they came straight from Compton. Yeah. Yeah. Literally crackhead alley. And you go inside and you're like, yo, what are the millionaires? Or it's mm-hmm. fucking going right. on. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the right? But I do remember my dad always saying growing up, like, our house looked normal from the outside. Mm-hmm. Always just like your normal suburbs type shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But inside, like, we had a recording studio and dirt bikes and ATVs Mm. and barbecues and, like, all these crazy shit that my dad would spend stupid money on. Mm. And I would always be like, okay, well, then why can't you put flowers outside or why can't we plant trees Mm. or why can't we do this? And he'd be like, because I want to look poor to everybody. Yeah. And you want everybody to think you're poor. Right. So that's why I don't tell nobody what I make. I don't talk about nothing. If people ask me or are like, you're doing, like, I hate when people bring up money, period. I Mm -hmm. won't talk about it. Yeah. And if they ever are being like, like where I'm from, I I go back from time to time, my hometown. Mm -hmm. And the last time I was there, um, I remember just kind of like casually being like, you know, I do well for myself, you know, like mm. I take care of myself. And this girl wanted to gloat and she was like, dude, you're doing so fucking good, blah, 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 blah. And I immediately I like kind of had to shut down. I was like, no, mm. no, no, no. Like, yeah. I like you need to chill yeah. the fuck out, bitch. I'm yeah. poor to everybody here in this <laughs> right. crackhead yeah. town. I'm poor. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not doing this. Yeah. Right. And I honestly don't, I don't like that mentality. I always really try to stay humble to myself yeah. and mm-hmm. I try to stay humble I, I could have a million bazillion dollars mm. and still want to That's help us. out everybody else. Yep. And I would still not let a single fucking person know that I have a hundred yeah. bazillion million dollars. Like yeah. there's yeah. no way. And I think that's the way to live. Like, right. Yep. It is what it is, you know? Yep. We're the same way. I feel like people, the thing it's too, is that people are going to judge you for good yeah. or bad, no matter what. So why is it necessary yeah. to give them another reason yeah. to and i have nothing to prove to anyone because i don't care yeah. what you think as long as as long as i really don't care yeah uh, as long as everything's going good in our four walls like i'm fine because mm. because we do the boudoir stuff and like we get crap for, like people right. would me- used to message her and be like did you know eugene's taking this picture i'm like yeah i was there you know like i'm like are you kidding yeah me? we like, saw her whole nipple was, <laughs> right she had <laughs> pancakes right <laughs> no but it's just like People are always going to try to say something like, as long as stuff in our four walls is good, I don't care about what anyone else thinks. And for a while, it bugged us, I feel like. Well, in the beginning, it was like just people who, like from our past, we had lost friends. Yeah, because of the whole church. Lost friends. Yeah. You know. And then they were never your real friends. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know how many friends I've lost during my my path of everything I've gone Mm. through? It's almost like a lot of people wanted me to stay down. It was so fucking wild. I remember having best friends, bro. I thought we were never going to fall out. Mm. I got in trouble with these people. They were yeah. there throughout yeah. all my teenage years. And when <clears throat> I started advancing in life and being like, yo, this isn't enough. And that's what I genuinely tell myself every day is I'm like, like, it's hard as it sounds. I genuinely am like, you're not doing enough. Yep. Every day I'm like, you're not doing enough, Cheyenne. You're not fucking doing like sometimes I even go to the extent of being like, you're a fucking loser. You should mm. do this and this and this. Mm. Don't do that to yourselves. Yeah. But like it, uh, the tough love works for me. It's yeah. how I've maneuvered my brain to work. Mm. Um, but like I genuinely back to like where my friends are. Like I genuinely, their mindsets always stayed in that like sixteen year old range. Mm. So crazy. now they're like four or five, six right. kids deep, still doing the same thing. And I'm, you know, like living mm. a mediocre, nice, yeah. decent life, and like did it for myself. And it, like, bro, they hate me. Yeah. They fucking hate me. I'm not People gonna lie. Love, it's it's funny and I'm like how, for what? Like yeah. I I did nothing. I didn't end up in jail. I didn't do Xanax. I I stayed. I never did drugs like that. Like besides blow, mm-hmm. trying to go to school and like mm-hmm. maneuver. Like I genuinely was like a good little apple seed, just kind of surviving. And that's where I give myself a lot of grace. Is like Cheyenne, like you were surviving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You weren't like a bad kid. And I think mm-hmm. had I had opportunities that like normal children had. Bro, I probably would have went to Harvard. I'm, mm. I'm gonna be cocky as fuck. I'm smart as shit. 
I, ve- I believe yeah. like I genuinely I think I would have yeah. went to like mm. I probably would have went to fashion school I probably mm. would have went to New yeah. York I mm. you know there was a lot but I don't ever dwell on shit like that because mm. it didn't happen right. and right. my life right. is good now mm. and I'm very grateful that everything happened the way it did because back to my kids bro mm. if if my dad didn't die if I did not go through everything that I had went through if I did not meet my baby daddy and go through the, all the physical mental abuse that we went through I wouldn't have two kids right that yeah. literally saved my life mm. and I genuinely the money that I make now is because of them mm. the yeah. house that I have is because mm. of them the car that I drive that's because of them mm. like everything is for them a hundred percent and I'd probably still be like a shitty 25 year old party girl woo mm. national yeah, girls yeah. So, probably not that's actually fucking lame i could never you, imagine me being like th- that do you think you'll send that's your kids to college um if they want to i'm mm. they have college funds mm. they'll they'll have the money available mm. for when they want to go but um is college like a necessity for me no i think college is fucking mm. lame and yeah. i think it's a waste of fucking money if me you ask me unless you absolutely need something to get somewhere in life like yeah. i've never i worked in like literally nursing Mm. they never once asked me for any of my certifications Mm. none of my licensures nothing i've worked in hair for five years i have never had to show my license Mm. it's so it's you see what i mean bro i'm about to start lying and going and saying i'm working on wall street i swear to god this i will be the next wall street miss ma'am but i'm telling you the principle of it like people get the money and then it's just the principle of but i'm telling you it's about if you're a good hang or not nowadays yeah. like if you can be if you can chill and vibe yeah. like you're you're That's, solid yeah. you can get in anywhere and exactly. i genuinely do believe that like it all comes down to personality you want to know yep. why there's so many people out here that i know that have so much fucking potential to get somewhere and they're such dickhead asshole loser yep. ass vibes mm-hmm. low energy vibes yeah think they're better than everybody ass vibes and that's why they're still fucking low and i really don't care or the people that think social media is the only form of reality that's fucking insanity to me you want to know why i don't why i'm not as big as what i probably should be it's Mm. because i don't care about social media Mm. i've never once cared about social media Mm. what i post is genuinely just for me Mm. if you like it cool if you don't cool i know i don't want to be famous and i tell everybody that and i know a lot of people you guys Mm. or some of them are like yo why aren't you famous like Mm. you just don't want to be famous no i i genuinely Mm. don't like if i get famous one day from doing whatever the fuck I'm doing, like mm. great congratulations, it was meant to be. But I'm here for the money. Yeah, and I'm, fuck so the I'm not fame. saying. Yeah, I'm not saying. Okay, why are you not famous? I just feel like your account. Everyone should know you. Like I feel like I should go in any one in our industry. I should be like, hey, should I do the makeup on this or not? Wait, who? Should? I don't like when people don't know who you are. It annoys me. I know. That's what I mean by yeah. why you're not bigger. Yeah. But back to social media, we've recently started unfollowing a ton of people. Yeah. And because I feel like sometimes we're influenced by stuff we see on Instagram yeah, or like maybe I won't post this because what was such. So we've gone through and started unfollowing a ton of people. And now it's not a get on Instagram and scroll and see what people are doing. It's more Business. get on Instagram post something and then we're done because there's no right. one on there we want to follow to see what they're doing so we right. post and we're out right um so and it's been i've loved it yeah. so far well before i didn't even like i was more on facebook mm-hmm. doing family friends and then stuff like that the business group we have on there and stuff but instagram i would i when i was following all these people it was like a mood killer mm-hmm. it was like a creativity mm-hmm. killer yes you know? and we've talked about that before because we would see stuff and be like oh man 
it's it wouldn't be like in an inspirational way. It'd be yeah. like, why can't I create that? Or mm. why can't I do it like that? Yeah. See, that's how yeah. I felt. Start comparing. Yeah. That's and how I felt so with modeling in general. I know, general. my mic. Mm. You're like so far away. I don't like it. <laughs> like, they're married? I'm like, they're married? They look like they hate each other, actually. <laughs> really not oh, a part of the conversation. You're about to talk about modeling. I, so yeah. let's let's get into that really quick. Because you start, we've been going for like an hour. It's been an hour and four minutes. Isn't that crazy how we can oh, have a conversation? What the So... You started doing OnlyFans. Right. Um, are you liking that? Like Um, I think it's okay. It's mm-hmm. uh it's mediocre. It really my problem is I don't need the money. Mm-hmm. So I don't take it as seriously yeah, as gotcha. what a lot of people probably would. Mm-hmm. I think I would blow up if I actually took it serious so. Oh, go for, like, so, like yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but modeling, you I feel like you've been shooting a lot of dope stuff, right? I have, I haven't, yeah, my again, modeling has so been really taking quick, off. Yeah. Really quick. I have unfollowed a ton of people. Right. So even some of the photographers I feel like we both follow and you may work with, I've unfollowed some of them too. So right. I'm sure I've missed some stuff. Um, yeah. The one I still am following is Childish. I love him. I follow him. him. I um, he's coming him. on the podcast. Oh, is yeah. he? Ah, yeah. that's he's my boy. I just did um, something with him for Adore Me, actually. Is that the one? Because I, I remember seeing something. It's it was the pink, red one. Red. Okay, red. Yeah, wearing okay. a pink corset. I don't remember. I remember seeing something pink. All right. But yeah, that, that was him. We just recently shot that for Adore Me because okay. he's an ambassador yeah, I over saw there. That. That's dope. So he, I'm about to like, bro, get us on there. I love him. Love him so much. He's been a really great guy. Mm. I've known him for years. Um, I think the first time I actually worked with him was for my daughter when wow. my daughter did modeling when she was three and I needed some headshots and mm. some modeling and he always appealed to me. I had followed him for probably like two, three years prior mm. to that. He had done some work with friends and I just always admired his work. Mm-hmm. And then I met him with my daughter that one time. Mm-hmm. He shot some cold work. Mm-hmm. I had done hair for him a few times after that. And then I got into modeling and he reached out and was like, yo, I got some good ideas, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And we've just been working and vibing together since and created like a cool relationship where it's like, that. if he needs something, I'm there, vice yeah. versa. You know, I can probably hit him up and be like, yo, you trying to shoot here? I think I'm yeah. actually shooting with him tomorrow afternoon actually yeah. it's so funny how small nashville is because we knew him before we met you damn and, then, and he's a clarksville guy yeah i'm like it's just it's such a trip um there actually there are a lot of people in clarksville yeah. hell yeah because um, I, mean, I left and right people are like oh clarksville and i'm like but they still say really? nashville they still yeah, say nashville yeah. yeah um but yeah i'm excited about getting him on here he seems so dope like he's and so dope. didn't he just have a kid i think he yeah. just had a daughter so like, yeah that's how we i like i saw it because i followed him from the speechless account yeah and i was like wait He's having a kid. He's about to be in that dad. And he has a girl, too. So yeah. girl, I was like, I'm, he's yeah. in there with my personal. I was like, I'm following for yeah. my personal one now. And I mess with like, bro, you're going to be a dad. Like, this is the best thing in life. And, like, I feel like we connected more over that than photo. Than photos. Yeah. Else, yeah. Um, he's super dope. Yeah. You're going to love but, him. So what's so far in 2023? I'm saying that because I know if it was 2022, you'd pick something that we've done with you. But what's your favorite project? <laughs> Because we haven't worked this year at all, really. Right. I mean, you've done makeup, but we haven't shot you. I know like, we haven't so shot in a while. What's something that you like? You're most proud of that I've done this year. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, like I have cooler things coming up mm-hmm. that I don't want to talk about yet. No, well, okay, so what but, are you most? What are you? What are you most excited about? I'm getting like a lot of um, offers mm-hmm. to fly out to LA and meet nice. with some managements out there for modeling. Mm-hmm. So that's actually that's really sick. Can and you get I'm you a GoPro? Please get you a GoPro and I, document that whole. I will. Yeah. I want yeah. to get more into vlogging mm-hmm. and take. I think I'm going to restart a new TikTok mm-hmm. just for my personal life. Bro, really, oh my might, God. Somebody ban, came up to me ban, and saw me. They may ban TikTok. Have you seen that? It's like a bill that's in. 
Oh, they do that. That's yeah. bullshit. But somebody saw me in public and was like, "Oh my god, my daughter loves you. She's seen you on TikTok." And I was like, "At fucking Opryland wow. or something." And she was asking about my tattoos. It was just like the most mm. pure feeling. I was just like, yeah. "Wait, ooh, what?" Like, mm. I'm such a normal ass person to me that like every like when you're I was, anything but normal. I don't think you understand how like yeah. Not, this is one of those things and, again where you think and, like, you're in a good this way. Yeah. and people see this. Yeah. You Am know? I autistic? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyway, um, so that was like a really cool feeling. So I have like some some stuff coming up where I, I need to be meeting with some agencies mm-hmm. out in L.A. See mm-hmm. where that goes. I'm not 100 yeah. percent if I want to sign to anybody right. yeah. only because I really like the freedom that I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I did get offered to come out to Miami and walk for swim week. That's so that's dope. pretty oh, sick. Yeah. So I've been training so hard mm-hmm. just in the gym mm-hmm. all the time. I'm I'm just really. So you trying. are going to do the Miami thing? You think? I I, I don't know 100 yeah. percent yet. Um, you're like there is you're in the stage of like stay ready, so I have to get ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we're just gonna we're just gonna see. That's we're cool just gonna though. See. That's so exciting. Um, what what's happened happens, and mm-hmm. I'm just gonna let things keep happening. Right. I know I have so many photographers reaching out to work, and that's so amazing. Because I genuinely, you got to think, mm-hmm. a year ago I was in a relationship where yeah. you weren't allowed. I to. wasn't allowed I to. I wasn't allowed to dress the way I dress. I wasn't allowed to create the mm-hmm. way I create. I could barely even talk the mm-hmm. way I talk. I would be shunned by this mm-hmm. man for saying things. Mm-hmm. And then like my brain just says things and you guys know that about me. <laughs> and I don't think about it first yeah. until after. And sometimes, yeah, it's out of pocket and mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't. But also like that's just who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like I'm not gonna keep apologizing to people right. for my right. words and like if that offends you, I'm so fucking sorry that you're shallow ass but I don't know what to tell you. Um <laughs> So, like, I was in a mindset when I started this about a year ago that I was, like, fat and Mm. worthless and, like, there was no way anybody would even look at me like Mm. that. You know, it was genuinely, like, in my brain that, like, you did not look good. Nobody fucks with you like that. Mm. Like, because I was with the wrong person. Somebody Mm. who had that, like, I don't even know how to describe it without being, like, a dickhead but like very white mentality where Mm. it's like so everybody he was surrounded with was also that mentality Mm. and like his family and everything like that and i genuinely like i had told you guys we didn't i didn't really ever feel welcomed from his family Mm. for all those years too and it was just me trying to keep up with the joneses like prove something to them that you know i can be this blonde-haired nashville girl that's mm. not like but i tried to be something yeah bro so the thing about shy is you by the time you watch this episode her hair will probably be a different color it probably will be because <laughs> I, I think that's dope that you do your own hair because like you do hair for a living because it's always interesting seeing like when people do their own things like how yeah. they end up you know so oh yeah i'm manic as fuck every two months man let me tell you there's a new color every two months there's because there's a new something coming mm. up every two months right um, like we have known you for a year and we've probably seen like all the colors all yeah. the colors yeah all of them you were saying that so photographers are hitting you up a lot to shoot i yeah. can i give you my advice yeah i think you need to start charging people to shoot you that's I the do. first thing i do good and it needs to be a lot not like hey hundred dollars yeah you know what i'm saying um and because I think, unless they're, you know what I'm saying? like The homies yeah, and well, trying to do not something even, Not creative. even that, like, childish. Like, people that are dope. If they're He's not creating if they're not creating dope stuff and they're just trying to get you in there, bro, charge them. Yeah, I, I've gotten to the point now in, like, the most humble way that if you, if your work doesn't 
immediately scream mm-hmm. like oh my god i want to work with you i'm not working with you mm-hmm. period unless you're paying me yeah and mm-hmm. there's been multiple times where i've been like you know my starting fee is a thousand dollars for the day and mm-hmm. that's genuinely where i start with photographers i don't want to mm-hmm. work with like mm-hmm. yeah. because time is money and right. to me is i can go to work and do hair and makeup all day for six to eight hours mm-hmm. and make a thousand dollars why the fuck would i come and work with somebody yeah. that I, i'm not even really big about yeah. right. never use this work mm-hmm. waste a whole day for what nothing no there yep. needs to be money involved right. but there is plenty of other photographers that i'm like yo this is so sick this would mm-hmm. be great for my portfolio right. this would be great for your portfolio we're mm-hmm. both getting something out of it yeah. let's shoot now and also i'll tell you this too is we are trying to get better at supporting our friends you know what right. i'm saying so like honestly if we end up like in a situation where we're like, hey, you know, we have a lot of extra money. I'd be like, hey, Shy, let's shoot this. Here's some money. Like, I, I feel like that. friends should always support, support friends. friends yeah. business. I'm so I hate quick when, to support my yeah, friends. I hate when friends come and say, hey, can you give me a discount? And Yay. you've been doing Heather's hair. Um, I don't know how long now. But not once have we. And you've offered to do it for free. But I'm not that. I'm I like, know. If you guys anything, are literally we're like Because su- I hate when people do that to us. You know, yeah. we will probably always be your biggest cheerleaders. I know. You um, guys are great for real. Yeah. I love that. Um, like when I speak about you guys, I'm genuinely like, these are family. Like I you guys that. don't even understand. Like, I, I think it kind of freaks people out sometimes when I'm like, oh, Eugene and Heather, you mm. know, uh, they're boudoir people, this and that. Because they're like, oh my God, are they fucking swingers? Are you yeah. to yeah. Yeah. But really, I'm just like, it's like mom and dad. It's mm. like big brother right. and big sister. Like yeah, when yeah. I'm speaking to you guys, it's like cackles and jokes yeah, 90% yeah. of the time. And it's, I think my favorite thing is the fact that I can come in here and work mm. and look at you guys and and we don't have to say shit and we know exactly what the fuck we're all thinking like immediately immediately right. uh, order some coffee or? yeah, uh, yeah we don't, hey, don't give coffee. our don't give our codes away don't give our codes away hey you know what else it's it's funny because you know us from speechless yeah. and the boudoir stuff a lot of people don't realize that we do video like hard like hardcore yeah. we're working on a, like a little show now for um this guy um, he hired us to put a, do a show about vehicles and their stories. So like we have some dope stuff we're shooting. Yeah. Um, and I I feel like we're bad about. I tell you like why are you not bigger than what you are? But if you go look at our Instagram, because I forget that you're a videographer and yeah. I need a reality TV show ASAP. Thank you. No, <laughs> no, but like look if you look at our Instagram right now, we don't have hardly any followers and we don't show our work on yeah. our personal Instagram. People don't know because we don't put that out there. I think we're trying to get better at doing that this year. I think we really need to. Well, I think it's easy for us because we give over the content. We hand it over to people yeah. and let them do their thing. And then for some reason in our we don't minds, we're like, that's good enough. It's out there. Yeah. Like, no, no, we it's need also to get you. it out. Yeah. 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 So I, we like, cause you say that cause like you introduce us and as like these boudoir photographers, I'm like, Bro, that was so like a... Yeah, for a while he had a... He didn't like the way that sounded. Yeah, I hate that. Because oh. someone would say, oh, well, you're a photographer. And then he'd no, be like, I'm not. We, should, we do video. We do videography like, too. Like, but you are. I know. It's just... It bugged me we were, so bad We're filmmakers first. Yeah. I love that. And it will okay. always be oh. that way. But, you know, it's it's not a bad thing. No, it's not. Because we're dope. Like, yeah. I don't care. Oh, this is what I want to ask you about. We had this conversation once about you saying you're going to try to hide your products because you don't want people to come in and like bite what you're doing and try to go and do their own right. thing. And like, it's, it's not so much like hiding the product itself, but it mm. has happened before where I'm very open with mm. showing my routine to mm. 
like people that come people that I work with multiple times telling them what I'm using this that and the other well after so many times of getting the routine you know Mm -hmm. two three times of getting your makeup done seeing the product I'm using you pretty much can basically Mm -hmm. do your own makeup and that takes away from my Mm -hmm. job as well so it's it's not so much that I'm trying to be like a gatekeeping asshole because I'm I'm really not if you ask me what I'm using I will always tell you Mm -hmm. always it's more of the fact of like hey you don't need to know unless you ask Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so it's more of that aspect Mm -hmm. it's 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 really approach like how are you going to do this are you going to you know like you're open to telling people yeah of course Um, and I will be offering classes though Mm -hmm. for those that really really want Mm -hmm. to learn and i think that would be a better idea Mm -hmm. than like i said being able to show people what i'm doing what i'm using Mm -hmm. and then them taking that home running with it Mm -hmm. and then now like i'll do your makeup once a year when you really need something big but other than that you got your own because you already watched my routine Mm -hmm. a million times over you know heather you should learn how she does makeup then we don't have to hire anyone we keep it all in the family it's not a priority in my life no but Uh, listen can i tell you something yeah you could give someone the exact makeup you're using you can have a video of you doing mm-hmm. makeup on someone. Still, they're not going to do it like yeah. you. And the other thing, remember I said earlier, we've worked with dope makeup artists. Right. Uh, we work with some that are good. We work with some mediocre and then some that suck. I'm probably I'd rather, the sucky one. No, I'd rather have a mediocre makeup artist with your personality than someone that's way better i don't know anyone that's way better than you thanks i was gonna say are you calling me mid uh, okay no but i'm just (laughs) i'm just trying to prove a point that like there's you have the whole thing that's all i'm saying is you have the whole like you dope at makeup the whole package yeah so someone can see your stuff they're still not gonna be able to do shy yeah but that's because everyone kind of boring to me (laughs) (laughs) um what's an experience you've had that most people wouldn't know you've had and that's kind of hard because you did the whole like your child whole You're childhood like, where experience. Do I start? But like, what's the experience you've had that most people wouldn't know you had? An experience that I had that most people probably wouldn't have mm. known if I didn't tell people mm. um, is that I was a I was a stripper definitely mm. for a while there. And you know, like back to the massaging thing, like mm. I kept that a big secret for so mm. long. Oh my God, I have a bigger one, actually. Ooh, <laughs> fuck the stripping, fuck the massaging. That's normal for all y'all. Um, <clears throat> a big secret that I had is that when I left my baby daddy, mm. and this is highly illegal, I wanna do it, but like do it if you want a bag. Um, I left my baby daddy and two weeks after I left him and that was like an eight year relationship, something like that on and Mm. off, you know, Um, I married somebody in the army that he hated because I wanted get back. So two weeks later, I got married to this guy named Josh and we went to a courthouse, got married. And then on that day, me and my homegirl, Caitlin, ended up driving to North Dakota and chilling. And he was like, wait, we're not going to get food. And I was like, no, I got to go to North Dakota. And he was like, you know, we just got married like just now. And I was like, yeah, you know, I got places to be like, bye. And we stayed married for two years while he paid my rent. And we lived what? together as roommates. He had a girl. I was dating somebody like we literally were like best friends. Wow. He was in the army. So <laughs> he helped me out with everything. Had so- BAH, had like all that shit. Bitch. He was um he got off of the barracks he got to live in a house that's not wow. in the military he's not in the military anymore wow. none of us can get in trouble so mm. i can yeah. tell the story <laughs> but wow. yeah i was married i'm divorced now and it was in my that. mind it was a fake marriage but mm. i know on paper yeah. it was real but like mm. in my mind i we were we were best friends like yeah. he wanted mm. to help me 
I hated my baby daddy. I want to get back. He yeah. wanted to get off the barracks. Like, there was a lot. He would, wow. like, watch my kids at night while I went yeah. to work to go and dance. And so he played the, the part a little bit. He played wow. the part a little bit. Okay. Yeah, he was the homie. He yeah, really yeah. saving grace. But I remember the day... That we went into Navy Federal to sign our divorce papers because we didn't go to court or anything. We mm. literally were like, thank you, handshake, right? done, dunsies, mm. because we're homies. Yeah. Um, I remember I took a video and I was like, divorce is finalized. And I probably had 300 messages from people being like, bitch, I did not know you were married. And I was what? like, I've been married for two years, you guys. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Listen, so everyone watching, so answer me this. Yeah. For... I was gonna say the guy for people watching. Are you single? What's your like status right now? Um, I'm like kind of seeing somebody. Mm. I would say I'm seeing somebody for sure. Like, sorry everyone, not single. Sorry. <laughs> um, my dude will run laughs on you, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Um, we'll throw your stuff up so people can get in touch with you. Yeah, um, we're like, not knowing anyone, so no one will probably reach out to you. But we'll put it out there the anyway. Shut up. Thanks so much. Yeah, um, we got to find a way me. to sign off on this thing. <laughs> the girls are at the door. That's how you end it. <laughs> yeah, that's how you, the kidding. girls are at the door. Hey, have a great night. <laughs> right, see folks. you guys. <laughs>